0: Oh, So like we're friends, um, welcome back to Journey to Higher Consciousness, episode 22. I'm your co-host Jeff Bayless, Jeff Bayless underscore on Instagram, David Drew Gleaver, Jitsu on Instagram, also the host of Soft But Stronger podcast and the Spiritual uh, Dojo. I have a podcast too, but whatever, here we are. We're on Journey to Higher Consciousness and uh, I recorded an episode uh, and actually, Dave, I got to give you some credit. Uh, we We were kind of bouncing ideas back and forth through Marco Polo and text and just other uh, means of communication that we do throughout the week. And you were, you were, uh, maybe it was even like a, you know, a text message or something, you were, you know, as you were working out and you were flushing out these ideas, you were like, you know, why are we so focused on being happy? Everybody wants to be happy, right? Why can't we just be content? And uh, I think I was actually at work or I was kind of tied up. And I I just said, you know, I agree. And what if we just coined that as wellness, over happiness. Right. So it's, uh, I don't know that either one of us gives credit, but I will give you the credit for spawning the, uh, the creative spark that maybe got us to where we are today. And then I recorded an episode about it, uh, wellness overall in the evolution podcast. And so, yeah, man, I just said a lot right there. It's your turn for a while, Mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, what is this idea of let's start maybe first of all, why do people feel like they are chasing the happiness?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think um, so much of it is just how we're acculturated to, to see what is success in life. And, and there is an implication that, okay, if I succeed in life, whatever, whatever that means, you know, the various accoutrements of, of material success, the job station, uh, the car, the trophy spouse, what have you, those are the things that then equate to happiness or result in, in happiness. So happiness in general is something that we equate to, or is tantamount to these various features of success. And um, and I think this is where we're all going with this is that, okay, once you get to a certain point, you realize that maybe when you get the nice car or the promotion, you have a very brief time slice where you feel you have feelings of elation or contentedness for a short amount of time. But then you, then you then default back to whatever your base level of mood, emotion, or state was. I mean, there's been a lot of studies around these lottery winners where you get millions of dollars and they either blow it all because they didn't really have the skills to manage it to begin with. But more importantly, after that spike of happiness from winning the lotto goes away, most folks get back to that base level of whatever, again, whatever the mood or emotions or that, whatever that status quo feeling is for them. So, um, so basically what I'm trying to say is like, what is happiness in a nutshell? Happiness is, is a state. And we try to get there by turning the knobs on life to a certain degree. And then, and then the challenge there of course, is how do you keep the knobs there? And also, Oh, by the way, once you're life starts changing, you have to start readjusting the knob. So so it feels like something that you're constantly having to chase, you know, and even in that, as you're chasing it, can even then make you unhappy. So this idea of getting happiness or happiness is outside of us. And once our life situation is here, then we will then finally be able to be peaceful. Um, But that's really illusory. Um, that's where my starting point is on all this. What do you mm-hmm. think, Jeff?
0: Oh yeah. So as I listen to you talk and, you know, a couple of things came up for me that, you know, I've probably, this isn't like original information. This is just stuff that, you know, out of books we read or people we talk to or Ted talks we watch or, you know, whatever conferences you attended or, you know, whatever the thing is. So that I'm not, going to take credit for this as an original idea, but everything that you were just discussing as far as, you know, wellness over happiness and returning, once you achieve that happiness, then returning back to that original state is the hedonic treadmill. It's the hedonic theory. It's, you know, once you achieve that Ironman distance triathlon finish line, once you achieve that black belt and jujitsu, once you achieve that trophy wife, once you achieve that promotion, that first million dollars, right. Uh, once you get that thing, you accomplishment, then you just kind of look around and say, "Okay, now what? Now what's going to feed the beast? Right? What's going to What's going to make me happy again? Is it going to be sex or, you know, food or drugs or alcohol? Like, what? What? What else can we use to make us happy when we look around and we've accomplished everything that we were set out to accomplish? Right? Um, so. I think for me, uh, you know, as I listen to you talk, which you very well, uh, as you always do, very, very perfectly put into articulation exactly the definition with probably out even trying to give the definition of the hedonic treadmill, you precisely described that phenomenon, that theory, that philosophy, that thing that happens in everybody's life, right? So I think, you know, if we can attempt to focus on happiness, whatever word... I mean, words do matter, right? And so I'm not trying to say that semantics uh, is is not... Semantics does exist, right? I mean, there are some words that are just plays on words, but words do matter. And so if we're saying, okay, I want to be happy, do you really want to be happy or do you want to be whole? Do you want to be complete? Do you want to be a person that can take the nicks and bruises and scrapes and, you know, the next... Level of stuff that life is going to continuously throw at you, and the hero's journey just repeats itself over and over again, just like the humanic treadmill, right? And so, I think you know, as I hear you talking, then maybe just kind of amplify our bullhorn a little bit more onto what you're talking about. It's like, okay, what is going to give you the tools that when you are happy, that you know, if we're saying happiness, what are the tools that you can use to carry that through maybe the hard times or maybe the times when? Okay, I know I'm really happy now, right? And uh, this is a a byproduct of PTSD, or as I discuss in the podcast, a pro product. Pro product, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm coining that. (laughs) Uh, This is a pro product, right? Like, okay, you know, I understand that this um, this is a tool I can take away. That I understand because I have PTSD, that I'm always expecting the worst scenario. So when I'm happy, I'm like, okay, when is this going to end? What is going to come in to disrupt my happiness, right? If I if I know that that is my default, what I can do is I can I can parse that up apart. I can I can strip that down, and bring it down to the base level, and say, okay, I know that is my default, and that's not rational. And so that's a tool that I can use to go forward as a whole human being to be my best version of myself in order to help other people. Um, I would be curious, you know, like so we we both agree, wellness over happiness, right? So where do we transcend? Where do we level up hockey, stick up, whatever, you know, vernacular you want to use, Where, how, and where does that happen to where you come from a place of like, I just want to be happy with the next laptop I just bought. How do you, how do you level up, Dave? Like what, what has worked for you? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. First, I want to say that I think being happy all the time is a pseudo goal, Mm -hmm. pseudo aim. I don't think that, that, is reasonable practical i don't think that's something that should be the thing we're striving for and even if you could be just just let's let's think, think about this even if you could be happy all the time then how would you know that you're happy because happiness is just relative to non-happiness mm. so so you know you're happy because okay i'm not in that down state i'm not you know broke i'm not in the hospital so on and so forth so happiness really is relative to other states you know it's kind of like the the whole there's no bitter without the sweet and so
0: so it's like what would you have it to compare to
1: yeah exactly mm-hmm. so what are you comparing it to you know and so and then furthermore what is the bar that needs to be crossed or hurdled over to then for you to be able to then say i am now happy And are you making that bar too high? Are you only happy when you're making eight figures a year? You have four houses, your own private island, a couple of yachts, the trophy, wife or husband. Is is that it? Or or is there a way to more skillfully modulate where that bar is that way? I like how you happier, easier.
0: I like how you went straight to eight figures. (laughs)
1: What's <laughs> oh, what you say 6 7 what would what, what, make you happy? What yeah, I know. Which which figure would make you happy? <laughs> you, ra- you raised the bar too high. On-
0: <laughs> what dollar amount funny. would make
1: you happy? Yeah.
0: Usually people say, you know, six or seven figures. Yeah, you, get, you went up there, bro. You're like Now
1: you know where my financial <laughs> thermostat is. That that's what makes me happy. <laughs> I'm talking about me. <laughs>
0: oh man i'm laughing so hard that's like making me sweat that's funny this is happiness right here (laughs) this
1: is what this is we're happy right now yes this is happiness boom i'm content i'm whole (laughs)
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I kind of interrupted you and I didn't mean to, but it was just, it was too funny not to, not to, you know, interrupt, but, you know, kind of when I listened to you talk about like happiness as this, you know, kind of up and down variability thing, you know, I think I described it in the podcast too, as like a sine wave. Right. And so, you know, if, if you're listening to this audio, you know, just Google sine wave, but if you're watching this in video on YouTube, you know, it's just this up and down, you know, vision, like a roller coaster, just up and down. Right. And so, I think if you just have this understanding that it is a sine wave and that you have this understanding that it will come up and down, it gives you the resources to say, it's okay that I'm in a low spot right now. And it's perfectly normal to feel this way. And I don't need anybody to fix it. I just need to recognize that I'm in a low spot, you know, um, we we've talked about it at length another you know on our podcast and and you know you come on my podcast and shared your life story and you know the journeys and traumas and times when you were just extremely unhappy in the navy uh you know in in your childhood trauma and things like that you know with this with this awareness of being a whole person right this is why i think you know the wholeness and the wellness is is way more important than focusing on the happiness because in these low times like you know when you're you know, at the very uh, most strenuous part of your Navy career, not your current career. I mean, it had to be extremely challenging to say, "How am I happy? How how am I going to find happiness?" You know, and, and when you're when you're older, you or maybe not older. I don't want to say that because I hate it when people say that. It's not the mm-hmm. age. It's mm-hmm. it's you know how much life you've been exposed to, right? And so sometimes that happens with time, but mostly it happens with experience. So you could be a 20 year old man with the experience of a 50 year old man. And vice versa, you could be a 50-year-old man that's, you know, went to McDonald's and watched TV his whole life and has the maturity of an 18-year-old. But, you know, with these arduous things you go through in life, you can look back and say, okay, well, I've done these hard things before and I understand that this is just a season and, and I can just recognize that and I can just feel it and it's okay to feel it. I don't need to fix it, but this too shall pass and I will be a whole person throughout this entire endeavor, right? Um I, I know you have more to say about that, but I want, I want to ask you a direct question. Um, so what are the things specifically for you, maybe as a tool to the listener or the, or the viewer that make you whole, or maybe even if it's not one that you utilize, one that you would not so prescriptively, we both try to stray away from being super prescriptive. We try to give people thoughts and ideas, but what are some of the things that you would say, hey, this This has worked for me or this has worked for other people I know to make them whole.
1: Well, you know me, I always have to to toss in the the obligatory track around trust. My whole life changed when I started demanding, expecting the people in my tribe to build trust with me. That includes you, includes the significant relationships in my life right now. In fact, tonight, one of our good friends is is coming down that I have built a tremendous amount of trust with. And I send him a text, boom. He's like, I'm there a couple hours. So when I start demanding that, I mean, demanding is a strong word, okay, choose whatever else you want, right? You hold a standard. Yeah, that is my standard, you know, that if you are not open to at least a dialogue around what building trust looks like, then you will be extricated out of my tribe. (laughs) You know, it's like, we have to be able to have productive conversations around trust. And when I started to turn that corner or build that corner, whatever, about a year plus ago, then my relationship started to get so much better. And the people that I was around were very trusting relationships and that goes with jujitsu, my social tribe, my intimate uh, relationships, my, my business relationships everywhere, everything started changing. And so th- th- talk about ha- th- happiness, wellness, content, all of those things start to become more accessible to me once I start to expect and demand trust. Mm. So you want to get down to something practical. I talk about this in my trust manifesto at trustmanifesto.energy. It's a free read. Talk to people about trust. Do we trust each other? How do we build trust with each other? If you want happiness, you want wellness, contentedness, it starts there. If you're surrounded by people that you don't trust or in a life situation that doesn't allow for high trust environments, the chances of you being able to tap into happiness is much, much lower. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's much, much lower. So that's the practical thing that I would say.
0: Or the frequency uh, is not as... Mm -hmm continuous, right? Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Like it's not as, um, yeah, it's not as stable. Maybe is an easier way to say it.
1: Yeah, well, you you uh, busted open the trigonometry of the sine wave. So I'm going to say that the integral of your happiness is you go. going to be less.
0: Yeah, I yeah dude, you check you it out. out. Yeah. Busting out that I'm master's like, degree from don't Baylor do University. Don't do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Baylor, like Georgia Tech and Rice, right? I'm sorry, Baylor, Rice, I'm not Rice. sure. Rice. I'm not sure if you, yeah, I don't think Wait, they, they, they know what a sine wave at Baylor is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty good school but i, not, I can say not that my sister went to baylor yeah uh, <laughs> yeah that's why I, that's why i said that okay no like sun wave
1: do, do i need a do i need a surfboard for this, what do yeah. I, how does this work?
0: <laughs> i was just thinking texas school is that yeah whatever yeah, um, all good. <laughs> no no that's great dave yeah I, you know one thing that I, I think i captured towards the end of the uh, the end of the episode that i recorded and i know that i've talked to you about this and uh it's i think for me a lot of times it's like finding enjoyment in the little things, you know? Um, and, you know, I found myself coming up with this philosophy and I'll go back to enjoying the small things. But I, I, I remember there was this, uh, this guy that I, I kind of mentor and coach actually, he calls me his life coach. And I'm like, dude, don't put that on me. You know, like, don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Like, I'm just your dude trying to help you out. You know, I'm just your, your helper. Right. Um, but I was like, look, man, like, Really in this scenario, and I won't give too many details about them, but you know, like in this scenario, I think what you have to do is ask yourself two questions like what is this trying to teach me and what do I have to be grateful for? You know, and so what does this have to teach me is obvious, I think, you know, that we can learn from any scenario that we're going through, whether it's positive or negative, uh, which I would argue that there are no negative scenarios, they're just positive and less positive, because you can still learn from those lesser positive uh scenarios, right? But what do I have to be grateful for in any scenario makes you whole over being happy. It makes you well over being happy. So what can I enjoy? I can enjoy this sip of wine. I can enjoy this fire. I can enjoy the fact that I'm alive, that I can breathe. Like, have you ever just thought about, and I promise I'm, I'm totally sober, <laughs> but have you ever just thought about like how good it feels to breathe? Like just, Oh man, I feel so good you know, it just, it really lets some stress out. Uh, you know, if that's too woo-woo for people, okay, let's, let's go with sex, right? Like just enjoy that you can make love to your significant other. Uh, enjoy the food instead of cramming your mouth with like two double cheeseburgers in a hurry on your way home from work at 6 PM, you know, like enjoy the food, like chew it 32 times, enjoy the flavor. Right. Um, all of these things, I mean, there's a million examples, uh, you know, I enjoy, and this is part of my OCD, but I enjoy a tidy house. Like it, it's really something that I can enjoy. I can walk around my house and go, "Man, you know, like I'm proud of where I live. Like it ain't much. Uh, you know, I couldn't host a huge party here, but I can walk around my house and say, "Hey, Dave, you want to come visit, man? I'm not embarrassed to show you where I live. Like I got, you know, my, my place isn't much. You've been here. You you've stayed with me. It's, it's, it's it's not a whole lot, but it's, it's something small that I can enjoy, my my dwelling. That's what she said. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for that one. <laughs> I know.
1: There's like three other times like you said that and I was like, yeah, I can't, sure, I can't sure, hold sure, it sure, in sure. anymore. Yeah. I'm like Michael Scott. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> He's like, mm, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's almost applicable to every single, you know, statement. That's right. (laughs) That's what she said. Um, But anyway, so yeah, I I kind of, I've kind of beat that dead horse, but you know, I think it is important to focus on the small things that may be bringing joy. Maybe it's a meaningful conversation. Maybe it's listening to this podcast or watching this YouTube channel. Maybe it's, it's, there's so many things that we take for granted, you know, that make us unhappy. When, you know, if there are things that are taking away from, you know, we need to protect our peace. And if something's taken away from that, then we need to focus on the things that we can be joyful about. You know, Mm -hmm. do you have anything to add on that? Like things, simple things that maybe make you other than trust that kind of bring you joy or make you whole or well?
1: Something that comes up for me is knowing what it is that reliably can increase your your mood or give you um a mood booster that that is healthy and sustainable right so i'm not talking about any substances or or anything i'm, I'm thinking about different experiences some things that that i can reliably rely on um would be say a walk around the neighborhood you know mm-hmm. next to the lake um Joy riding last weekend. I spent a good bit of time just going through the hill country, driving my car. I, I enjoy that. I feel free mm-hmm. um, building a fire. My goodness. Just I have a fire pit. When I moved into this house, the first thing I bought wasn't a sofa, wasn't a TV, was it was a fire pit. I I kid you not, man. (laughs)
0: That's (laughs) that's why I love you, man. Yeah, that's (laughs) it. You just said it right there. For no other reason, that that was it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, just being able to look forward to small incremental improvements and it doesn't have to be this huge thing I don't want another house I don't want a freaking I don't want another thing to maintain I want to be able to feel steady progress and we go back to this one percent better every single day I mean progress is you know again going for a morning jog you know showing up to the mats on jujitsu it's having a good conversation, sending a Marco Polo about some insight that I just came upon inviting a friend over just so that you can be present. And so you can listen to them, right? There are so many things. I mean, I'm getting goosebumps right now. Just thinking about how easy it is. If you let the bar, if you allow yourself. So, and I think folks may say, well, well, that's great for you, David. You're sort of wired to be happy about little things. Well, first of all, I would argue that <laughs> that may not be the case. You know, there are some times I'm like, okay, do I really need that large of a TV? Anyway, that's a whole nother thing. But what I would say to that is, it comes down to your belief systems. So what is it that you believe that you need in order to be happy? Again, do you need the trophy spouse? Do you need the third bmw or aston martin right what are those beliefs that define who you are when you think of something like i am fill in the blanks i am i actually went through this at a tony robbins uh seminar and you can put anything i am whatever it is you know when i think of i am i say i am whole as i Mm. am like i am whole. And there's nothing that needs to be added or modified to this thing, this spacesuit thing that I've just been thrust into against my will before I was born. No one asked me if I wanted to be born, but coming to this point where I don't need a God, a sacred text, a significant other, or anybody else to tell me that I am whole as I am. And if you can get to that point where that is your, a fundamental core part of your belief system, then everything else is just a cherry on top. Yeah. Hey, great. I got an extra friend. Hey, got an extra fire. Hey, got an extra acorn in my pocket. Great. Some of it,
0: some of it could be fodder as well. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. You know, I, as I'm, as I'm listening to that, that, uh, that, I mean, I, I have to agree a hundred percent with that. I also think, you know, maybe to, Someone who's not as there yet, right? Like they're still kind of got their toe in the water into trying to understand this concept, right? Which let's be honest, the, us 15, 20 years ago would have not even had our pinky toe in this concept, right? You know, we were still, uh, well, just in the, in the beginning phase, right? And so I think, I think you'll agree with me, but I'll toss this out. You know, it's kind of like, well, just go ahead and start from where you are. You know, just go ahead and start from where you are. It's okay. You don't need to be like, oh man, like Jeff and David are the gurus and they're enlightened. And, you know, I'll never get there. I'll never be at this place of wholeness where, you know, things just slide off my back. And, you know, let's be honest, man, like things things mess with me. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't want to get too personal on this particular platform, but like next weekend, I'm going to have a major life-changing event that's probably going to cause me very close to a breakdown. And so my father is flying out to stay with me to ensure that I'm okay. So he can kind of shore me up as this happens. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's not to say that we don't go through times of pain, right? It's not to say that you're not going to experience some sort of hardship. Nobody's expecting you to be perfect. We're just expecting you to be as you are and start from where you are in Mm -hmm. this concept and in trying to understand this concept that you're a whole human being and you deserve to be loved and you are going to be okay. You can get through this because you've gotten through other things. The worst thing you could possibly do in any time frame where you're not feeling happy is give up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I say, go ahead.
1: Something that's coming up for me. And, and I know we have to wrap up here pretty soon. Sure. But when I think about wellness, I'm think of this process of becoming and allowing situations in your life that are negative, everyone's going to go through something. You're going to, you're going to be bankrupt. Someone's going to leave you or cheat on you your job's not going to go the way you want. You're not going to get the promotion. Your business is going to go belly up. You're going to get a a
0: pound of flesh taken out of your pound
1: of flesh. Yeah. Sometimes (laughs) twice for some people. And so it's going to happen. The only question when it comes to happiness and wellness is who? Yeah, there you go. Thanks for the the visual there yeah we believed you by the way you didn't have to show it you know like we didn't think you're lying you know <laughs> jeez <laughs> god so dramatic i need you the validation like, yeah. david yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad it wasn't like near your groin or somewhere like just, hey let me show you
0: i should just yeah. rip the band-aid off and that's like, show right the just stitches, the blood like,
1: splatter like, onto yeah. the camera <laughs> see i told you man i really do have cancer <laughs> Jeez, Good rip life. a stitch out. Yeah, believe <laughs> yeah, man, we believe you, man. We believe you. You know. Oh God. So where was I? That's like the fourth time you've uh, you've interrupted me. But my my final, I think my final. You know, so sort the of thought there is, who are you going to become? You have to assume that th- that there are going to be times where happiness is nowhere in sight, nowhere to be found. And you think it's never going to be found again. The, something about the human condition, when you're a certain state, when you're really sad or depressed, it feels like you've been there all the time. Like it's always been that way. And somehow you can't, it's very difficult to tap into, oh yeah, but 15 years ago, I was having so much fun and I was elated and I was feeling rapture and, and, and all of this, there's something about that human experience where we get just immersed into that state, into that, that mood and those those deep emotions. So you have to assume that those times are going to come. I've talked before about taking preemptive strikes uh, against those by surrounding yourself with good people and trusting situations. Specifically for today, I would say that it really is a conversation with yourself and those people that you love that when those times do happen, what is the methodology by which you are going to choose to grow and who is it that you are choosing to become? And what are those belief systems that you're going to tap into that will, that are perennially true, that will not change. I already shared a couple on this show. So, so that's what I would say. Is a, is a my recommendation and framework for how to not just achieve happiness or wellness, but how to thrive in and through hard times in the pursuit of wellness and happiness.
0: Yeah, I'd do that. That last sentence. Yeah, I mean that. I I think I probably said that in a, in a different way a couple of times myself. You know, and that that's exactly what it. I think my last thing I'll say just because I not to really say that this is a summary or like an exclamation point, but maybe just kind of a something on the perimeter here is, you know, if, if what we are talking about that makes us whole and well, doesn't necessarily resonate with you, that's okay. You need to find what that thing is. So if you don't care about campfires, that that's cool. We're not, you know, I don't think we're saying, I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like, if your thing is going to church and that makes you whole, great. That you know that's your thing. Uh, if if there's a you know a significant other or a, a person you trust that can help you out, and that's your person, great. Right? Just I think what we're trying to say, or what I'm trying to you know maybe give someone a pass on or a little bit of grace on, is like the the ideas we're sharing here are not prescriptive. We're not saying this is the one thing, the cure all ailment. We're saying kind of find your thing right that is going to th- these are great ideas that we're bouncing around these are things that have been shared in books and in ancient wisdom and have been proven in history but also if you know watching ted talks for an hour centers you great you know that's your thing i, I would just only say um, you know just try to make sure it's something that makes you 1% better You know, make sure it's not, uh, you know, pornography or prostitution or drugs or, you know, things. I went south really fast. Yeah, <laughs> jeez. As you take your sip of coffee, like, <laughs> yeah, Jeff just got okay. deep, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know. But just make sure that it's something that you know is, is moving you in the right direction. So, uh, you know, if somebody was watching or listening to this, I don't want them to just like take a notebook out and start listing the things that they need to start doing to improve like their life. Prostitution,
1: check, got okay, it. Okay, totally yeah. missed the mark. <laughs> yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Uh, you hear what you want to
0: hear, yeah. fan, fans only. <laughs> Page only fans, uh, oh yeah, page? only fans, yeah, only fans mm-hmm. page, yeah. So, I should not
1: know this, but... <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't know this. You're the married guy, what, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: it's 2021, so I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's all over the gram. i let uh... you fall
1: on that sword, man, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs>
0: All right, man. Anything else? Uh, what what else? Anything? Any closing thoughts? Uh, no, I gave
1: the the closing thoughts. That's it. Let's keep it punchy. Um, cool. I appreciate you opening this up and giving me a little credit and kudos there. I, I don't think anything that's uh, we've said. I I fully believe that all the best ideas have been in in the ether for millennia, 100%. millennia. Yeah. You know, we're, we're just saying it in a way that's modernized and 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 maybe lands with folks that have similar dna or makeup so
0: totally agree i won't repeat it because you said it perfectly yep all right so you can find david on uh, instagram at drew jitsu uh spiritual dojo stop a stronger podcast you find me on instagram jeff bales underscore the evolution podcast uh also if you guys get anything out of this it would really mean a lot to us if you would share it with someone that can benefit to hear it Maybe give us a review, give us a a like, you know, all that stuff. I mean, it's not really that, you know, we're trying to get rich and famous off this deal, but it does. uh, You know, I I listened to a Brene Brown interview, and Dave, you've heard this before, but to you guys, maybe you haven't. I listened to a Brene Brown interview on uh, Tim Ferriss, and uh, she's a well, just Google Brene Brown. And she got on the stage and was getting interviewed by, you know, thousands of people by Tim Ferriss, and she said, you know, I never wanted to be rich and famous. I didn't I didn't set out on this journey to be famous, but anybody that does any kind of work, why do work if you don't want it to impact the most amount of people possible? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of our goal. I don't want to speak for you, Dave, but I'm sure you agree. You know, that's kind of our goal is just to spread the love as, as far and wide as we can. You guys are a huge part of that. So if you get anything out of this, whether on either one of our platforms from the podcast or the YouTube if you get anything out of it, man, just give us some feedback, share it with somebody, even one person, you know, you guys don't know, or maybe you don't know, like the, the feedback we get really fuels us up. And also when you get that text message, it's just like, Hey man, that really resonated with me. Or I, I sent that to somebody that was going through a bad time. And they told me that, you know, they, they put the drugs down or they saved their life or they, you know, they didn't take their life. And, uh, it's so important. It really is. Uh, so, all right. that's all I got, that's my last, uh, it's my last pitch. Dave, I love you. Love you, man. It's all you We're out right there. Here. Huh?
1: We're out of here.
0: We're out of here. All right. Yeah. Love you guys. <laughs> I, See you I'm well. taking
1: the cane. I'm yoink. <laughs> pulling you off, dude. Get the cane. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. This was a fun one. All right. Yeah. See you. All ya. right. Love you guys. Out here.